0: You're listening to the Unstoppable
1: E-Commerce Podcast. I'm Karen Parkinson. And I'm Megan
0: Winter. It takes more than a great product, a pretty website, and some social media to have a successful online store, but you've probably already figured that out.
1: So after a decade each in the industry, we thought it was about time we shared our knowledge, experience, and wisdom with you so you
0: can sell more on your online store. In today's episode, we are talking all about trust and how it can make or break your online store. We're going to go through some elements that we believe are absolutely critical to have on your online store so that you can use this as a checklist to go through your online store and make sure that you are delivering a very trustworthy and therefore buyable from, is that a word? It is now, store. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's dive in.
1: So today we are talking about trust, which is possibly the most important element of your entire online business and the biggest barrier to online shopping. So there's a lot of people that have issues with trust when it comes to online shopping. Maybe they've been burnt in the past, But, you know, there's some businesses out there that have amazing before and after photos that aren't quite true, really misleading product photos. Maybe they've got influencer campaigns with absolutely no integrity. They're just throwing money at people to promote something that's actually not great. Or the same product images is being used by multiple companies. Uh, They might have a really crap return policy that they've got burnt by in the past, really slow fulfillment, unanswered support tickets, all these reasons that people might have trust issues. And uh, the quote, reputation takes years to build and a second to destroy rings especially true when it comes to e-commerce. So when we've got all of these skeptical buyers, trust is the number one reason why people do or don't buy from your website.
0: I mean, imagine if people don't trust you. So like you need trust, but then on the flip side, like just think about when you don't trust someone you're never really going to get that back. So you need to do things that are going to give people reasons to trust you but also never do anything (laughs) to break their trust. Never ever, you know, say that you're going to go on for this is our last sale of the year and then go on sale two more times because, you know, you've burnt Mm -hmm. your trust and, as Karen said, reputation takes years to build and seconds to destroy trust is exactly the same. So people need to trust that your product is as good as you say it is. They need to trust that it's worth the money that you're asking for. They need to trust that when they buy it, that it's going to arrive in a timely manner. And this is especially um, important now with Australia Post having all the, you know, shipping Mm. delays that they're having. But also I think We've all had at least one experience, I think, where we've ordered something and then we've got the confirmation that it's actually coming, you know, directly from AliExpress or mm. China, and it's going to take like eight weeks to get here. So by the time you get it, you're like, oh, <laughs> it's, like, Christmas it's not even coming. Gone or <laughs> it anymore. I don't need this, and it's not great quality. But it took so long to get here. You can't even, you know, hardly remember where it came from. So people need to trust that they're going to have a great experience. They need to trust that they can return it if they don't like it. And they also need to trust that their credit card is not going to get swiped and that their information and that their personal security details and information is going to be kept safe. So there's so many things. If you think about the process of looking at your product, adding to cart, going through purchasing Essentially, they're giving you, even though they're not giving you, but they're giving you their credit card details. So, there's so many elements there that people need to have trust around. Yeah, it's just so important. And not just with that first purchase, but
1: throughout that whole process as well. And the post purchase, the things that we do after somebody's actually trusted us and given us their money is how we create those loyal customers. So, they're literally taking that leap of faith to purchase your product for the first time. And then once they have purchased, that's when they have the highest potential out of anyone to become a really loyal long-term buyer. And it's what you give them besides your product that determines whether or not they come back. So we're going to have a chat today about how we can increase your trust in your business, uh, not only through your website, but through your entire business and every sort of touch point throughout the journey.
0: So you guys know that I love geeking out about human psychology and behavior and how it all links up with marketing. And it's really interesting to note that trust is actually not a choice that we even consciously make. It's something that's subconscious and it's an underlying psychological state that can be influenced by the funniest of things. So there's actually been studies done where faces have been shown to people and asked, you know, how trustworthy are these faces and things like how close eyebrows are together, how big foreheads are, how the sizes of noses, even hair. So if you are bald versus a redhead versus pink hair, (laughs) You know, that all influences how trustworthy people think that face is. And so what, you know, they did was they say like they made the forehead slightly bigger and then they asked people, you know, how trustworthy do you think this person is? And when it's all digitally enhanced images, when the forehead was like, you know, a different size, people across the board said that one was more trustworthy than the other. That is simply going off looks. There's no other things that...
1: And we're taught not to judge a book by its cover, but obviously it's ingrained into people.
0: It is. I mean, and you would have different cultures having different awarenesses and biases and things. So it's just really, really important to understand that trust is something that we actually have ingrained in us that is influenced by things that we don't even think of. They're just like our cognitive biases and stuff. So when we're talking about trust on your online store, you have to think about so many elements of your online store, including you know, what colour eyebrows your
1: online store has. <laughs> <laughs> what, it, what, how big you know, your online stores know is It's it? so true because, you know, I have bright pink hair and I have an arm tattoo and I remember one time you wrote in our bio that I was a rebel and I'm thinking, why would you say that? I'm like always follow the rules and i like to the point where my husband teases me for it, you know, I won't let him speed a K over or anything. And I'm like, why did <laughs> you put me down as a rebel? And you went, Karen, you got pink hair and arm tattoo, of course you're a rebel. And I was like, never thought about it like that. So... Definitely like looks can give one, you know, opinion to people. And if your online store looks, you know, tatty and like scruffy or, you know, people go, oh, you know, maybe it's not going to be good quality or something like that. So there's a lot of products that I see on Facebook that look amazing. And then I'll click through to the website and I'll just get this feeling about it's not quite right. And maybe the quality of the product that I get is not going to be quite the same, or it's actually not an Australian new website, even though it says it is, or so you've really got to add those elements of trust to make sure that people have enough trust to actually click that checkout button and go through with a mm. purchase.
0: Because as you said, and I know like, I know you've said this, but I think it's worth saying again, is people are literally taking a leap of faith when they purchase something from your website for the first time, especially. But even the second time, mm. the third time, like people are taking a leap of faith that your product is going to be as good as you say it is, that they're going to get it, that you know, all of those things are... In their mind, of okay, well, I'll just trust mm. that I'm getting what I expect. I'm going and there's to get so
1: many great online stores out there, but there's a lot of people, especially with COVID mm. and lockdowns and things like that, that are shopping online for the first time. The growth in e commerce has been exponential in the last 12 months, which means there's a lot of people shopping online for the first time. And, you know, there's always those bad few that give everyone else a bad name. So they might have had that bad experience already. And that's then made them very cautious about putting their credit card online with another business. So there's a few things. And let's have a look at some of the sort of basic essentials that you can make sure that you've got in place for good trust. Now, the first one seems quite obvious, but it's actually having a good product. So, as obvious as it seems, you'd be surprised at how many products out there are really subpar and people have been burned. You can like look up hilarious videos and blogs about people. Who have a picture of what they thought they were getting, and then a picture of what they actually got? It can <laughs> yeah, actually be a pretty funny um, read. Uh, I saw one the other day in my feed, and it was a guy, and he's like, "Oh, I ordered a tank top," and it was a picture of like the singlet that he'd ordered. And he's like, "And they sent me a dress, so it was like super tight but really long." And he's like, "But gee, my bum looks good in this." Um, so he was having a laugh about it, but obviously, you know, he thought he was ordering this tank top for the gym, and what they sent him was absolutely nothing like what he thought. So. Making sure that you're trusting got, that Exactly. Brand. He's not going to go buy anything else is he, unless he wants another dress. Um, so making sure that you've actually got that good product so that when they buy it, they have a good experience and they come back. And then following through on the promises that you make. So if you say that you're going to send it express delivery and then they get it and it's been sent normal delivery, you know, you've broken that promise there. Or if you say, hey, I'm going to give you advance notice of sales. If you join my newsletter list, and then they find out about your sale on Instagram because you haven't actually emailed them in advance, you know, you've broken that trust. And once you break that trust, it's really hard to get it back, even if it's something as simple as that, nothing to do with the product. And then having absolutely amazing, outstanding customer service. Uh, So making sure that your community management, even if it's just you, have a really quick response time. You're not leaving people for days waiting for a reply to their comments or their PMs or anything like that, because they need to know that if something goes wrong, you're going to write back to them really quickly and they're not going to be left alone.
0: Yeah. Another really great way to add trust is the whole, I'll have what she's Mm -hmm. having, which is social proof. And so if you think about social proof, it's another, again, it's another human behavior persuasion technique. It's essentially saying that this product has been purchased by other people. Other people have liked it. They've liked it enough to, you know, show that they have purchased and loved it. So they've sent in, you know, user-generated content or they've, you know, which is essentially they've taken a photo of themselves or a video of themselves using your product and they've shared it. So you can actually share that it essentially ties back to the human conditioning of well, you're eating the red berries and you're not dying, okay. so I'm okay to eat the red berries. <laughs> and again, like all of these things are things that we don't think of, but they are so they're just like ingrained in in our psyche that you have to have them in there. So including customer reviews on every single page, so not just your homepage but your product pages if you don't have individual reviews for every single product, you can actually just have brand or site-wide reviews and put them on every product page. You can actually use apps, on your store that automate this whole process. So once somebody has received their product, you can automatically send out an email that says, hey, uh, we hope you love your product. Can you leave a review? We'd love to see some photos of you with the product. We've had some fantastic examples in our e club of our students actually printing stickers and putting them in their boxes to just encourage that social proof and the user-generated content for your store. So it's such a big one. It's it's a really, really important one to have that social proof, even more so than things like as seen in the media or even awards. Like I think awards are great, but those customer reviews and the user generated content, I would say weighs heavier than those. Things. And
1: I think the reason why the photos and the videos make it so much more believable is because you know anyone can write a fake review so you can chuck a whole lot of great looking reviews on a scammy website but you know it's much harder to go out and get and most of the scammers are too lazy to go out and get a whole lot of photos of people in that product and you know in their own environment If all of the review photos look the same, (laughs) you know, that's obviously a bit of a sign that maybe they did take them all at once. But if you've got someone taking it in their backyard and another person in the kitchen and, you know, all these like real reviews, the photos definitely help. And if you line up all the really successful e-commerce stores and you put them side by side, the one thing that they've all got in common is they've got such amazing user-generated content. There's so many people out there shouting from the rooftops about how much they love their product. One, because we've got that really good product that we talked about a minute ago, but that they have actually love it so much that they're willing to take a photo or a video and put it on their own socials and talk about how much they love it. So then being able to show all of that through their socials and through their website really helps to add that trust because you know that you're not the first person that's buying this. You're not the first person to eat the red berries.
0: Yeah. You can also iterate this through visuals. So you can put things like value icons or trust badges, as we often call them, throughout your website. So if you've got heaps of user-generated content, as well as, you know, a graphic or an icon that says loved in over 70,000 homes or, you know, uh, 50,000 pre-orders sold this year or, you know, that kind of thing, you can actually start to bring in that social proof and human connection in a visual way.
1: Yeah, definitely. And the icons can be used for a lot of different things. So when we're talking value icons, trust icons, depending on what they're for, they're different things. But these are icons that we recommend go on your homepage and also on your product page. That distinguish you that are sort of your main value, key value um, proposition, I guess. It could be things like everything's handmade. It could be the fact that everything's vegan. It might be that it's a family-owned business. It could even be things like, you know, you've got free shipping on everything. And these are little messages that you put visually because people will taking that information so much faster when it's visual than if they have to read something. So generally, it's both. You put like a nice little icon with the words, but people can get the gist of it without actually having to read it. And those things that we recommend go on the product page because they might not be coming to the homepage. They might have been sh- seeing an ad that goes straight to a product or a friend could have shared something. So you've got to always be putting in these trust elements on every page so that people know Regardless of how they got to your website or which page they're on, all these things that you you can't just go. Oh, well, I put it on my homepage. Someone might not ever see your homepage. So using those icons, we recommend three sort of big ones on the main homepage, but you can use extra ones on product pages for things like vegan, you know, egg free things like that. You know, if, if you're selling something that's edible, or you know, if you're selling another product, it could be more around the fact that it's handmade and sourced from India or anything that's important to your product as well. And then there's also the security ones that you can use. So reminding people that you've got an SSL security certificate and making sure that you do have that to start with, but then also reminding them that it's a secure checkout. So if you're using something like Shopify, they automatically have an SSL certificate, which means that everything's encrypted. So when someone puts their credit card over, it's only sort of using that information to make the purchase, but it's not actually allowing you to sort of grab those details or anything like that. And you want to also display the secure payment methods. So, if you take, you know, um, Visa and PayPal or things like that, you want to sort of let people know that because the reason people like seeing those icons is because they are trusted brands already. People trust PayPal, they trust Visa, MasterCard, things like that already. If you're taking money through some weird thing that they've never heard of, that can raise a red flag as well.
0: Yeah, it is really important to not just say that. So don't just like have that written in your terms and conditions or have it you know written in words in your footer. As Karen said, information is transmitted so much quicker through visuals than it is through words. So it's actually 60,000 times faster. Well, just a little bit then. Um, <laughs> just a little bit. So if people see something in a visual, they can get that information into their brain 60,000 wow. times faster than if they have to read it. Um, and so that's why it's so important to have, you know, you see the little MasterCard, the Visa SIM, symbols on website because people instantly go oh okay you're using a secure checkout I trust this website blah 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 rather than them having to read a paragraph saying we use trusted mm. checkout such as visa and mastercard da, 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 da. like it's just a quick easy way of putting it out there so there's other things that you can include in those but also other elements that we recommend to build trust, and that is to back your product. So have a really, really good returns policy. And when we say good, we mean good for the customer, (laughs) not for you in terms of don't make it that they have to jump through hoops to return something you want to back your product. Basically, you want to say, we trust that you are going to love our product enough that we're going to offer a really good uh, money back guarantee or returns policy or whatever, you know, you have. Easy one. Yeah. Easy one and publicize that. So put that on your homepage, in your footer, on your product pages, and also include it, you know, in that visual uh, representation of it so that, Again, giving people another reason to trust you. You can also have done so wrong
1: recently, and both ways. I've seen people who have amazing returns policies, but they just don't mention it anywhere or it's in the really fine print. And then I've also seen people that have really, really strict returns policies, but they've put it on every single page in like big capital letters. And it's like, oh, okay. It's almost like I wasn't worried about (laughs) buying it, but now I am. (laughs) Because if you're trying to stop me from ever sending this back, it's like, what's wrong with that? You've got so many people sending this back and it's such a big issue for you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the other thing that we really, I mean, if anybody is an igniter listening to this, or if you're in our free group, Unstoppable Ecommerce Entrepreneurs, you would have heard us say this many times. And that is that people buy from people, humans buy from humans. So you want to allow them to see the face behind the brand. So show photos of your founders show photos of you designing your products or them being made if, you know, you are getting them outsourced. Show the real people behind the brand and the story. And we've actually got an example. Amazing Heather, she's been on our podcast before. She just did an ad where she was talking face to camera. And it's just so beautiful. And the video really it just brings through so much personal human connection. And again, that brings through so much trust. And she said, you know, a year ago, she would have never have dared put her face in there. And she was actually paying someone else to be the face of the brand. Crazy. And so (laughs) by us going on and on and on about people buying from people, she's finally, you know, switched to herself and people trust that because why would you trust a brand that is And unless there's, you know, big brands obviously have different rules. We always say don't try and do what the big brands do because they have, you know, when I worked with someone like Lexus, for example, they have brand ambassadors, obviously, because they're a brand. The brand is the entity. But when we're talking small business, which is our audience, people want to know you. They don't want to know the brand ambassadors. Mm. (laughs) So really show that and showcase that. and you can... Ashley's done a great job of this too, who's mm.
1: another one of our e-clubbers. And she recently put together a video. She's launched a new range of t-shirts, which are her own range, and she designed them. So the video actually goes through her on the computer designing them. Then it goes through her actually doing the photo shoot and then sitting on the computer, picking out which images to use, loading them to the website. And then you see them on the website ready to buy. And at first I was like, oh, that's showing a lot. And then I was like, yeah, because most people just see the product and they don't realise all the work that goes into actually the development stage and designing that. They just see a t-shirt. So mm. now it really puts a real person behind that and shows all the work you know involved with creating that. So I thought it was a really clever video.
0: Yes. Also on that journey. So people do, I think, sometimes think that it is just a quick and easy process of getting your products. One of our Coming guests, uh, which is a gorgeous brand called Magpie Goose. Hi, Maggie and Troy. If you're a little teaser for the next episode, (laughs) we'll have to. We're getting them on. We're getting them on soon. You know, their products can take up to two years from concept to actual delivery. And so by talking about that and telling people why and how it's all made and everything, people are coming along that journey and trusting that. I love buying a good story. Isn't it? it? We talked about this in our packaging episode. We talked about, you know, people buy the story. People buy from people. People do not buy the whole. People do not buy the drill. They buy the whole. Yeah. And
1: you instantly create more value for your product once people know what's involved in the process and you invite them into your story. All of a sudden, I'm not just buying a necklace or a T-shirt. I'm buying the whole story that came with that, and the perceived value just goes through the roof. Mm-hmm. So, yeah,
0: yeah, really it's like important. Even another example is Sky from Ruby Olive. She's a gorgeous Brisbane uh, jewelry designer here in. Uh, the sunny state. And, you know, I've always seen her jewelry even, I don't know, 10 years ago, maybe. And it was, you know, gorgeous and beautiful and bright and colorful. But the reason why I loved it and connected with it so much was because she did such a great job of creating that human connection and, and telling the story. And that has stuck with me now. Like I've, you know, introduced my, a lot of my family and, you know, people to that brand because, I feel like I know the owner, even though I do know the owner now, but, you know, back then I did it. So it was, yeah. It's I just think so social important. media it gives us such an
1: opportunity to give people that behind the scenes access and that's really what it should be used for. So, you know, you could just post pictures of your products, which is what some people do, but when you actually let people in and let them see you making it and things like that it adds so much trust. So it does kind of fit in with this episode because you're like, oh, they haven't just bought this from China or wherever. They've made this, they've put the effort into it, look at what the process is. Or even when they are manufacturing or bringing something in from a factory, showing people that whole journey of like going behind the scenes to the factories, meeting the factory owners, seeing the process, you know, this was our concept and this is how it's coming together. also makes people connect with the whole journey and feel like they're part of it, which means they're already invested and they want to buy it when it's available.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, If you haven't already, go back through this episode and use it as like a checklist to go through your website and see, have I got all of these elements on there that we've been discussing? If you don't, then we highly recommend that you add them all to your website because as we said, trust is the most important thing when it comes to online shopping and it takes so long to build trust and an instant to destroy trust. So, we trust that you have enjoyed this episode <laughs> and if you're looking for an amazing community of online store owners, then come and jump into our free Facebook group, which is Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs and we'll see you on the inside. Bye. If you're looking to sell more on your online store, you might like to
1: check out Ecomigniter, our online training program. Find out more at ecomigniter.com and be sure to join the waitlist to access our special early bird offer.